Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 77, Evil Dead. This is the 2013 version and it's a podcast we have visited before, but this actual episode, Evil Dead, I think it was like episode 18 or something. So it was a mm. while ago um, and only got five boners. And wow. I gave and I gave eight. Yeah, I was gonna say I so, feel like I feel like we'll share the opinion on this one. So I gave it eight, um, and others gave it two. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was about time we revisited it. And because I like it a lot. So we'll talk yeah. about that in a bit anyway. Um, this week we have with us Larry. Hello, hello. And uh only myself at the moment. I think Jess is on a train somewhere. Um, and Ewan is uh he's he's playing D drum and bass. Playing drum, drum and bass. bass. Yeah, playing the older. Yeah, so he's D DJing at a nightclub somewhere. He just sent a thing over saying he was playing drum and bass. It was he drum and bass. It, yeah, yeah, yeah he said it yeah, he said his first set was going pretty good. Okay, so like he's he's smashing <laughs> it out in some nightclub in London. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah, he's loving it. Um, yeah, so this week, what have I been doing? Um, playing Rust. Nice. Sad, aren't I? With my son. We actually achieved some at this time. We did get raided. It was a bit muggy, obviously. But then I rebuilt it. We rebuilt it, put some time into it, <laughs> made it into all out of metal, and no one's touched us since. Oh, so we're, doing, we're having fun with it. So the, the amazing thing we did this time is we didn't join a UK server. Because yeah. I think that was the muggiest... Um, saltiest place to be. So we went on a New York server, and uh, mm. it's been really good, really, really yeah. good. So I uh, loved it. People are nice, yeah. You know? you know, there's yeah. no people blowing your brains out. So yeah, I've been doing doing that. I'll speak a bit more about it in a bit, but we've been having some fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me just shut my phone up because uh, there's people <laughs> running around my garden at the moment, and my office is out in the garden. Um, yeah. Haven't done really much else. Got working. Watched a lot of movies this week, mm. a lot. So uh, yeah, you Larry, up to up. Um. So yeah, no, I went. I went away for the Easter weekend. Um. Have very much been in planning for filming coming up in July. So there's a lot of stuff. Just need to get ready for that. Um. Mm. So that's probably why, again, with yourself, haven't said anything yet, because just there's so much to do first, and then it's going to be very much emails after emails, which is um, going to be great fun. But yeah, no, I I too yeah. watched um yeah. I watched a lot of films, like a lot of films, surprisingly yeah. a lot. <laughs> so got a lot, I got a lot to recap. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good to chat. I don't, I don't want to go on for hours and hours. There's only two of us, so we can only say so so much. It's a pity because I really wanted to know Jess's opinion on this. Mm. Um, as it's quite scary now. This was made in 2013. It's 92 minutes long, so it's perfect. Um, at a budget of 17 million and a box office of 97 million. I thought it might be more than that. Mm. Um, and it was the full Evil Dead film. Um, it's not a sequel, is it? But it is in the same no. universe, isn't it? I think it's so it's I always envision this as kind of like a uh, a reimagining so it's it's for me I think it's set in the same universe like I like to think yeah. the older like especially just the first evil dead 
definitely like has taken place and it's kind of like you could watch this separately or you can watch them both one after the other and it, yeah. and it and it does link um they definitely kind of take some of the same things from the first one and obviously the second one because that was oh, it's a lot of, of yeah like ash's car is yeah yeah beginning. yeah um because i was saying to ollie because ollie watched it my my oldest son he's 15 nearly 16 Never watched an A-Team before, and he loves Ash versus Evil Dead. Not seen mm. any of the other Evil Deads. Wow, okay. And uh, we said, well, why don't, why don't you watch it with me? And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. Because he's quite, you know, he's 15, 16. I don't want to spend time with me unless he has to, really. So, <laughs> uh, like, he watched it. And he liked it. There was one scene where I said, look away now. Yeah. yeah um, I think I know which one that is. <laughs> the, the tongue, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, that's, that's the tongue scene is amazing. Um, but he, he absolutely loved it, so he wants to watch more now. So I've let mm. him watch his first 18. He's done yeah, quite well, so I'm sure I watched an 18 when I was about 12. Right? Oh, so, well, um, yeah, I was I was going to say, yeah. like, I specific, I think I brought it up on one of the podcasts. The uh, the thing was the film that I was kind mm. of introduced to. That was, like, the very first, like, okay, this is your introduction to it, and I, I loved it, and that's kind of why I like horror to this day, just following them. <laughs> definitely, definitely the same. Um. So let's have a little intro here. So five friends head to a remote cabin where the discovery of a book of the dead leads to unwittingly summon up demons living in the nearby woods. So I don't know if that's quite correct or not, really. So it's yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's quite funny because it at the beginning, when, when, when they find the book, old matey's kind of goes out of his way to read out what it says even by tracing yeah. what's in the book it's, it's, it's some of it does not make sense at all with youngsters i don't know how old they're meant to be they look about 30 but they're probably meant to be 18 or so aren't they? yeah like i always envision them to be like they obviously look a lot older yeah uh, but yeah. i imagine they're going for like maybe early to mid 20s they all seem like i think some specific lines in it talk about some of the characters just starting their careers i know yeah. that the um yeah. the main brother character he's just started a job in chicago i believe at the garage or yeah. california california or chicago and he's got a new garage and a new girlfriend but yeah the the, the i guess the only the, the only big thing about the premise that changes from the first one is a reason why they stay in the cabin um i, I want think... to talk about that yeah yeah, which oh, I, I think that's to... the big difference. Yeah, I want to talk about that. So this director is it Fade Feder Alvarez? Yeah, yeah. I always I always say Fady or, or Fady Fady Alvarez. Fady. What else did he do? Because it's it's really very good. Like he did. Um. So before Evil Dead, he yeah. had a YouTube channel and he used to post. Um. I believe they're still on YouTube. He used he posted like uh, short videos of robots attacking a city and it was um and sam raimi watched that and thought this is actually really good and this person knows you know he's obviously they had be, were getting views and and very much widely talked about at the time yeah and yeah. i think he was like you know we want to make an evil dead remake or reimagining but we don't want it to be we want it to be something new and something different uh and i think they went with a perfect choice and it just goes to show that you know, give someone a budget and the right angle, and they'll they'll smash it. But other other films he's done is Don't Breathe. I know he yeah, which was... which I like. I know yeah, yeah. it's kind of a f weird, isn't it? 
I like the first one. I know they've done a second one. And I, I like quite like the second one. It's just more of the same, really. Um, okay. What has he done? I suppose that's quite recent. Don't breathe too. Yeah, um, he 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 co-wrote it and produced it. Um, but I I know he has done other stuff uh, laced in between. I know he's done like a, a a few others, and I'm I'm hoping. And if he ever catches the podcast, just do it. Just I want him to make a Resident Evil film, and I want Jane Levy. I think that'd be done well. This. Well, Jane Levy, yeah. who's in this, who obviously yeah. smashes her role from some of the stuff she has to do in this. She, film. She's in Don't Breathe as well. Yes, and I, I want. I would love her to play Jill Valentine yeah. in Resident Evil because I yeah, just yeah. feel like I feel like this is kind of a tease at like okay. Evil Dead, let's move over, and and it's just not happened yet. So fingers crossed. Well, hopefully, hopefully. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, the kind of premise to the film is they've all gone to the cabin in the woods because the Mia character has a drug problem. Yeah, is it heroin? Yeah, I believe so. Now, I, so. I was thinking how you know when I was growing up, people on heroin. Or that it was made, you were made to see them looking all skinny and bony and on death's door. But she looked rather good for someone on heroin. Well, I think um, I, they, they say, though, don't they, that like, um, and again, just spoilers in case, just, just yeah. for people who haven't seen it, but they say quite early on, she does a, the, the, the kind of the, the premises, they're taking her to their old cabin, their, I believe it's their mum's old cabin. Um, and yeah, they're gonna try and go cold turkey, uh, but it's kind of revealed that she's done it before, not yeah, at the cabin, a few times, and yeah. she's failed and she's also OD'd. So the friends kind of have made a pact with each other and also get the brother involved to say it's gonna be the worst few, like, few days, I think they say, like, two to three days. But they don't want her to leave because she's done it before. So I think the reason why she probably looks better than most is because she's probably gone back to that recently. Yeah. And then and then they've kind of offered the ultimatum to be like, she, this don't, or she not. didn't look like matey from train spotting at all. No, uh, no, like they kind but... of <laughs> when she's on that car, <laughs> you kind of do think, okay. But I think I think again, I think the acting is good that it gets that across and i think i you know i think that with some of the stuff that comes in later and just some of the special effects and and what the, the actors probably had to go through on set yes is uh <laughs> is a lot well this like the the scenes where she goes outside with the with the trees no it's not a tree is it it's not like the first one it's just a load of yeah, branches and, and like branches, thorns. and then something gets laid inside her, which yeah, I presume yeah. it went up her bum because that's what I told my son. I didn't want to discuss anything else. Yeah, um, kind kind of just yeah, like these trees hold her in place, and the place evil put something inside. Yeah, yeah, her, and I just there's so many things. Do you know, do you know when they go through a lot of pain and? And you see vis visually they're all marked up and scarred and cut and everything else. And then you see her in the mm. next scene, there's nothing wrong with her. Mm. Um, why is that? Is that, are they just seeing that or is there two of them? Is there, it does confuse me slightly. 
I um, I think up until a point. So yeah, so so going back a bit. So essentially, the film kind of opens with the fact how the you know another family have unleashed this evil and. Um, there's yes. a young girl, young girl who in the film kind of the prologue to the film is she is burnt alive to kind of release this demon from her. Uh, and they all go into you know, and it kind of cuts forward these new characters on their mission to kind of save Mia from this, um, from this drug addiction. And yeah, as her, as her uh, senses start to kick in from going cold turkey, she can smell the 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 events from the prologue that have happened in the basement and so they go into the basement find a bunch of voodoo stuff but they find the book cats yeah dead cats dead animals all cats. strung from the top yeah um the burnt post from the beginning where the young girl was burnt and they essentially take the book there's a book a double barrel shotgun and there's something else there and they basically they that one of the characters thinks it's a great idea to open the book, read from the book, even though it specifically tells him, do not write, read, or say, like, say it, don't think it. Covered in barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah, yes, <laughs> they actually cut it off, the barbed wire, and cuts himself. Yeah. Well, which is which is a, a nice touch, I think, from the original, is that it's, it goes into that whole blood sacrifice of... Yeah giving giving permission and allowing that to kind of go but yeah he reads from it and the the evil kind of revolves itself around Mia's soul so unlike the original it's very much just evil against the people whereas this takes a very different turn and kind of goes the evil wants to prey on Mia's soul in order to get five souls in order to release another demon, which is called the blood demon. Um, and yeah, it's, I think it's, I think it's really good, but then I have a big issue with this film and that's not to do with the film itself. It's to do with how it was released because okay. uh, there are two versions of this film. Yeah. I didn't know and, that. And I, if you have not seen it, you need to watch the extended. It's 96 minutes, not 92. Okay. But it includes everything that was cut from the original. So in the in the 92-minute version, there is no chainsaw. There you is, see, mine, you know... Mine says 91 minutes. So. Yes. So I'll show you. I could actually, for, so for audio listeners, we're just showing our copies. This is yeah. my copy. Oh, that's beautiful. Look at Look at mine. But oh, dear. I Where had to. Where'd you I, well, well, so the the case, so that it's a steelbook case, so you can get you can get them online. So I will happily send you a link over. But yes, you, I'll send you a link to the extended. Um, uh, my, so Dan's just put my wife, girlfriend at the time, watched that movie alone with my dad. Awkward tree scene. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I remember watching it with friends and thinking, like, what is. What is happening here on the original? My son, yeah, Yeah, it it, it went up his bum, son. Up a bum, son. (laughs) I like it's got in, it's awkward, say the least. But, but yeah, though, the um, there is an extended edition and they only released it in the UK, not in cinemas. They released it on, 
on E4. So, so an example would be this, right? In the version that I that you've watched, and that is on, you know, when you order this film or buy it from any store, it cuts out so much that right. I watched I watched it I watched the extended edition with somebody and told them what they had cut, and the per they were kind of stunned at like, well, that doesn't make sense if you cut this, and that doesn't make sense. Um, and an example I can give two. From the original, there is a great scene where they trap somebody in the cellar, which is if you're a visual, if you're watching this visually, you can see it's our background. And there is a very good scene where she sings in the original, you know, we're going to get you, not another sound, not another peep, which is an iconic moment in Evil Dead. That is not in the normal version. It's only in the extended version. There is also no chainsaw action until the end in the version that's 91 minutes yeah but in the 96 minutes there is a whole section that is just dedicated to a chainsaw cutting people up setting oh, wow. people on fire that sounds great oh it's 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 honestly it's it's if you're an evil dead fan they did i think people dirty because when you watch the extended compared to what was released you do sit there and think the extended edition doesn't change too much but it takes away so much that for me. Why I, was it cut? Do you think? What's the reasoning for that? I I honestly Just... couldn't tell you. I I'm to this day stunned because in order to get the copy that the extended edition, you have to get it from Germany, or you have to get it from somewhere that's obviously region that plays obviously for us in the UK. But it's tricky to get hold of, um, and I don't know why. And they only showed it once on E4. And it was a special event for the Evil Dead, wow. and yeah, like it, it, it's, it's honestly, I would say to anybody who's interested in watching Evil Dead, the 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 2013 reimagining, just go for the extended edition because you are, it, it's again, you could say 91 minutes to 96 is not a lot, but it's a lot on screen time that is cut that you when you again i watch the uh normal cut and it's just such a different such think, a different thing do you think that's yes. it no uh, hold on uh, for visual for visual what for audio watches i'm just checking that uh, it, the copy that kev is showing only, me is it's only copy. 10 pounds i'll order it hold on now is that it yeah Does it look exactly the same yeah that is it that, that is it that is it if if it says that and <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 the kind of podcast you know this is a great podcast I've just bought it so uh that'll be with me tomorrow lovely you got to love honest. Amazon you got well, honestly Amazon. you will yeah. watch it and I would say this to anybody you will watch it and especially for you Kev I know you're a big fan of this yeah you'll watch it and you will sit there at the end and go I don't. Like there's no point watching the other copy anymore oh, because be... it just it just doesn't make sense to me why they cut so many great moments that really add more levity. Like there's so much more gore, there's so much more story, <laughs> and and it and again spoilers if people haven't seen it. But at the end of the film, um, in the normal edition, they do not show the brother getting taken over by the demon. And the brother is taken over by the demon because that's the fifth soul. And they don't show that in the in the normal version, which baffles me because it's like that is the whole premise of the whole third act of the film, the blood demon. 
Yeah. And so when you watch, I'm excited to see what you think when you've watched I, the extended. I, I, I will watch that next week. Um, you know, in the past we've had competitions on here, and I've given away Blu-rays. So if you want a copy of the standard edition of The Evil Dead 2013, let us know. Mm. And I'll send it to you. It's not a problem. You want it, Dan? It's yours. Um, but anyone out there listening, if you want it, get involved. Send us a message. You can have it. Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's a great film, honestly, to watch. And again, even not the extended. They are gr- It's a great film regardless. I just am stunned to this day. I, I couldn't answer that question. Probably a thing of like studios maybe saying, you know, yeah. let's let's cut this down a bit or let's remove this. It's not vital. But my personal opinion after watching both was it's, it's, there are huge vital things from it that are missing. And it's it's a shame, especially if you're an Evil Dead fan. Massively. Um, yeah, Dead by Daylight. I always use Ash. I'm always running mm. around using Ash. Um, so there's a few scenes that made me squirm. Mm-hmm. The the tongue scene, I don't know. Yeah. That makes me. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it is extremely well done. Basically, she's got. Is it a razor? Yeah, she has. She has a um like a, a, box, sta- a box cutter knife. Yeah, like a Stanley knife we'd call it yeah. in the UK. Yeah, yeah. And she just cuts her tongue. Yeah. Um. Horribly. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. She cuts it directly um, down the yeah. middle. So oh, and it too... looks it looks really good, but I have to look away. So I don't know if I've ever watched it properly without looking away because it, it just does me every time. I, I can handle that part of that scene. What I yeah. can't handle is that she grabs another girl's head and decides to kiss her with the, the split tongue. Yeah. Uh, which is always, you know, a bit like, oh, great. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, oh, I'm just thinking of the other scenes. There's lots. The scene with the nail gun. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And they look great going in their faces. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how involved Raimi was with this. Did, do you reckon he had any hands on? Um, I think so. He produced it alongside Bruce. Bruce Campbell. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and both of them, that if you, again, if you, it should be on. The disc, regardless of any disc, it's hopefully the making is on every disc because that in itself would be annoying if it's not. Yeah. But in the making, they very much left, like, you know, gave the property and said, you know, we have certain points, we'd like this. But I think what they, they basically could, took a step back, but obviously were on hand and, and, you know, shaped it. But I think one thing that's really good about this film, which is why I, think it's great is that if you watch the original and the class you know the classic evil dead it's great and i think most people agree but what i like about this film is that it it it, all it does is kind of say well let's take that premise and let's let's add you know let's update it let's put better effects in some you know makeup visual effects uh and they're all stunning yeah they're all really good i mean mia when she is um taken over are some of the scariest things where you're like that is that is genuinely creepy like and just the makeup alone is like I, if you're for in, me it's it is terrifying the best if it if you were to say it was a remake because i don't think it is it to me it is the best out there that, that i've seen 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then Nightmare on Elm Street, which there were scenes that were okay. Some, most of it terrible. Um, You know, what other other decent horror remakes are there? Um, There isn't many that I I can think of. You know, Friday the 13th, Halloween. Yeah. I know that they're not direct remakes, you know. No, I know what you mean, though. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They're never quite as good, but I think it does it really well this so you know it was like well it was like the thing the thing i know it's not a remake yeah, but the but thing it's... did the thing did like a reimagining and prequel yeah. and the don't get me wrong the prequel story and the acting is fine but i feel like this film got it right where that film got it wrong and that this film looked at it's a source material and went well it's based on very classical effects you know like you know we'll make put some makeup on put the fake you know contact lenses in and i think that the the thing prequel should have taken a book out of this and gone we need to go practical effects because that's what the original audience really was drawn to and and this film as well like when i saw this in cinema by my by myself i should add uh in a screen with eight people uh that was amazing well, I, that's the thing. I uh, yeah. I got in and thought, because I'd seen the trailers, I'd seen everything and thought, you know what, this looks creepy. Let's go see it. I love the first. I love the original three. And yeah, I, I personally, for me, was blown away by it because whether or not you're not, it, you know, fair enough if someone's not into this type of film, but if you're someone who likes horror and you like <clears throat> effects and you want just good, good horror on the screen, this is the perfect film to watch because it really doesn't hold back on that. So, Rotten Tomatoes on this. Mm. What do you reckon? I would love to rate it so much higher, but yeah. I I am worried that a lot of people probably haven't rated it much. So I would say it's probably in the sixties somewhere, yeah, and that is that is a guess. Sixty three, because when I did, when we reviewed it before, we got a two or five and my eight, and I probably could have gave it a nine to be honest. It's on that. I actually prefer it. I love the second Evil Dead. The first mm. one's okay. It's dark. Mm. It's grimy. It's Bruce Campbell's amazing. Um, mm. but I think the second one just has everything: comedy and the second this one's is... originally like a remake. Yeah, it's kind I of remember... a remake. Yeah, yeah. I think Sam Raimi made the first one and then thought like, oh, for the second one. I could remake it, it, but I could add more to it because I love that they kind of redo the first film in the first 10 minutes of Evil Dead 2. Yeah. So I agree with you. Like, I think (laughs) I'm not, I I think the third one's good as well, but I don't think it's as good as the, you know, it takes more of a comedy route, which I think is fine. So all I've got to say really to to Graham and Steve is you're fucking wrong. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That ain't a two and a five at all. Um, doing a podcast with people who don't really like horrors always been difficult, and one of them even chose society. Can you believe that? <laughs> and I like society. I've got no problem with shunting. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so... <God. laughs> but yeah. Anyway, this 
That film <laughs> creeps <laughs> me out, society. Amazing. I know. I think it's. it's we're remaking Larry. You could write that. We're, we're write a screenplay. We're re- redo it. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I, to be fair, I'm not going to lie to you. And for anyone listening or watching, we've patterned that. So you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I I do think that that's another film that I think if it took this direction, would just oh. a would be amazing to watch on screen because it as a premise that you would hear and say that sounds a bit silly but <laughs> so larry does a lot of analyzing i do a lot do. of getting confused so uh we, dan's just commented on our youtube um yeah yeah how many I, films I do, how many films do i watch a I week larry watches five six maybe i i watched a lot this i watched a lot this uh this week but i i had do have an excuse i was showing somebody films that we're like you know going for i was like you know right these are some films i'd pick uh and evil dead was one of them and uh the person had not watched a single evil dead this was their first and oh, I was wow. kind of, but they uh they really liked it i don't think they were ex- i don't think they were expecting what came about in this but what was really cool to watch is that you know they're not a big horror fan and yet this film they still were like that was really good like the characters i liked where the story went and they also really appreciated the effects which that's why i would say to anybody if you like if you want to have a good time that's not too long you know like not two hours three hours just something you can whack on and have a fun time with and just it's good filmmaking. I would say, yeah, this is a perfect watch. It is, it's very, very good. What do you write? Because I just have loads of fun with it and I watch it time and time again. And anyone who hasn't seen it, hasn't seen it, should go and see it. It's just amazing. So for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight still. Mm. Um but I expect it to go to nine once I've you know, once my new version arrives. Mm. So, well, uh, that's yeah, yeah. I think and I've will. got my old version sat here for someone if they want it. And I'll send it. Mm. Um, so what do you reckon, Larry? You similar? Uh, yeah, well, so I would, literally what you said is bang on. I would say the film, not extended, an eight, 100%. Um, I think it's great, and I think it's a good watch. I think the extended edition, for me personally, it does deserve another rating, like a, a, yeah. like a nine. Because... If you've watched this film, you'll watch the extended edition and you sit there and you go, there are scenes here that why were they cut? And yep. I would love I would love to ask the director genuinely, why did you cut some of the most iconic things that make Evil Dead Evil Dead? And it would be interesting because I, I imagine it's probably a studio thing and I imagine it's probably higher ups going like, you know, we want to trim this three, four minutes. That's not needed. That's That's just a bit of extra fun. But for me, I think that's what Evil Dead is. And again, I'm just looking forward to seeing what you think about it because there are some scenes from the original that I know that will pop up that you'll think, why was that cut? And there's loads of extras on there as well. I believe so, yeah. I I think both discs have like the making and stuff, but I think the extended edition does have some special features. £9.95 on Amazon. It's not too bad at all. Yeah, well well worth it. Anyway, getting to that time now where uh, we better get to Dan's hot pick.
favorite part of the show, award-winning part of the show, I might say. So, Dan picked Rigor Mortis. Now, I think Dan sent me a link for this. Um, I couldn't get it working. Um, Ewan's just come on, so apparently he was ill, but we know Ewan that you were DJing and drum and bass at a nightclub. Mm. Mm. He did say D&B, didn't he? Yeah, D&B at the hottest place, hottest time. Hottest time, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. So, yeah, he's been DJing. Hopefully, he's been paid well for it. So, uh, Mm. um, (laughs) now, Dan, rigor mortis, okay? Let me bring up my, uh, is this, uh, yeah, here we go. A suicidal actor, Sue Ho Chin, tries to kill himself in an apartment building inhabited by a vampire hunter, ghosts, and other supernatural beings. So this film is from Hong Kong. Um, 2013 had a Rotten Tomatoes of 65%. Now, I couldn't get the link working. Um, Ewan's just said it's shit. Uh, he hasn't seen the extended edition. Uh, uh, this is Evil Dead we're speaking about, but you and yeah, um, yeah, not Rigamortis. Yeah. No. So, so the Rigamortis, I couldn't get the link working, so I had to buy it again. So that cost me another four pounds. Dan's costing me a fortune. Mm. It's great though because I watched it the once, got really confused by it. So it needs another watch from me. Um, I think I got most of it. It's really quite interesting. Um, this actor guy i don't know if his i couldn't work out if his wife and kids left him or they died um yeah yeah you're probably right dan put the magic word is vpn but i still wouldn't know so uh yeah (laughs) i'm a bit old for that um (laughs) i struggle with vpns to be fair is that like what is vpn is that some sexual disease you're saying it's just like it's where the white or they wear the white pants and stuff. So uh, yeah. <laughs> what to protect their VPN. Yeah. <laughs> so this film, there's a guy, his wife and daughter's either left him or whatever, and he goes to gets this apartment building. It goes to the apartment and gets let in and he hangs himself. But when he's hanging himself, he's kind of possessed by the ghost of a girl. And basically, he's getting possessed by him, and then he's cut down by someone. So it then works out that there's this kind of vampire and a guy, and there's a lady who her husband dies. She wants to bring him back, and oh, she buries him in the bath in dirt or something. And what's a very precious dog? Yes, that's that's VPN. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) Ewan. I'm glad. I'm glad you got that straight away. I thought he yeah. was just calling us very precious. Uh, yeah, we're knobs, like... we're very precious knobs on the bones of our podcast. But um... <laughs> so it confused me a lot, and I think it all worked out in the end. And Dan has said right because again, Dan's hot pick. I normally think is Dan must have watched this, but he fell asleep both times trying to watch Rigor Mortis. Nice looking movie, very very confusing at times. But so you, say, you imagine how I feel then. So I've got to watch it a couple of more times. It is beautifully shot. 
Mm. Um, I think it might even be based on some kind of TV Hong Kong program. Is Hong Kong part of China or is it separate? What is it? Oh, is it oh, its own country? Oh. I, 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 I am terrible when it comes to this sort of stuff. But I, Ewan, from the from the from the off screen on screen, help us, <laughs> help us on this one. I believe it is separate, but I, I. Yeah, um, I'm terrible with geography and just in cities and place. But yeah, I believe I believe it is. I believe it is. Um, do they speak in Chinese or is there like a Hong Kong language? Do you think? I, 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 don't don't know. I think it is. I know I you haven't. I know same. you haven't seen it. So uh... no, it's on. It's on my list though because I had a I had a similar problem because obviously where I was away, I I did try uh, and and get it up. And I struggled with uh, certain things like, in, you know, Internet Plus and, and all that. And so it's one of those where um, I am tempted just to buy it. This will be kind of a first. Yeah, just yeah. Just straight away buy. Um, also. Oh, you'd like it, I think. I think well, like yeah, for, yeah, for 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 Dan, especially from the other week of the hot pick, um, Wormwood 2 is on Internet Plus. And floating up, and you know, uh, and that's got to had... be a dance hot pick, isn't it? At some point, I uh, well, I would want it main feature. Well, I don't know because it's the thing because I think that I had the that's going to be on one of my what I watched, and yeah, I I actually you know I'll probably leave. Well, this I want to know if they watch, can but... then ru start running airplanes off zombies. There, well, there is that there is that's a wider a there's a yeah. wider reach in this one where yeah. it's like what can be done with it. Uh, so I, I don't want to give too much away, but I would highly recommend if obviously you liked Wormwood One, just yeah. watch Wormwood Two because it, it's you can tell I it's the that. same. Yeah, quality. I bought that one. Yeah, I bought that one. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. So Wormwood. Yeah. Well, we we'll have a look at that. Yeah. So Wormwood Two. If I can find, it, I'd like to buy it to be honest. So if I can get hold of it, there's mm. no I had no cinema release then. Obviously, no big cinema release. No uh, IMAX. No, no. Oh, no. I think it's one of those films like Wormwood One when I remember that being advertised on a trailer somewhere. I can't remember what I was watching, but I remember it got advertised, and I thought this looks batshit crazy. Like, and it's zombies, and it's it looks like good effects. And so I remember I did just I think I bought it in actually in Southampton town. Um, and yeah, I watched it, thought it was great. Obviously, we talked about it recently, but yeah, I have known that there's been a sequel in the works for a long time, but I've just wondered, like myself, where where is that gonna be? Is it gonna be released just straight to DVD? But it's floating about uh and in and you know, good, 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 you know, good quality and stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm surprised it's one of those it films, isn't it? You, you want to see like Swamp Ape 2 if that comes out, that kind of do you know, no, I will I'm, give you. I will give you that there could be a good swamp ape too. I'd be, uh, amazing. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Just, just maybe like you know, better production value. Just maybe, just a. Tad. I'm hoping Dan's seen swamp ape. I really am. See, I think it's on YouTube. It's on yeah, YouTube. It's on YouTube. Anyway, it's that time in the show to move on to what we watched this week. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? 
Alrighty. First one I watched with my 13-year-old. We watched Ghoulies. 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 Ghoulies or Ghoulies. Ghoulies. Um, I've got on Blu-ray. I've got the second one as well. And I think I'm not sure if I properly ever really watched the first one because it didn't make much sense to me. Um, so basically... Hang on, let me bring up let me bring up my little banner again. So mm-hmm. I wrote all this down. Yeah, so like a young man and his girlfriend move into an old mansion where he becomes possessed by a desire to control ancient demons. Yeah, so there's a little child who's gonna be sacrificed as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not sacrificed, he's taken away by someone. And anyway, years later, I think. He was the kind of son or child, son of the people that own this big old house. So he comes back there and it becomes his, I think, if I'm on the right track here. Again, it gets confusing. Um, But he then starts kind of being kind of possessed and wanting to do dressing up in this ancient stuff and doing spells and raising these little green monsters that want to kill everyone and yeah, it's, it's it's a very odd one. That the puppetry are quite good. It's quite like you know, it's come out round about the same time as Gremlins, I think, and Critters, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And it's okay. It's it's not as good as I remember, to be honest with you. Mm. Definitely not as good as I remember. Um, so yeah, it it was okay. So we watched that. He enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so do you want to do one? I, I would say I'd give it six now, five or six. It's entertaining. I'd have uh, to rewatch it again, but I I would agree at this point. It's been a while. I don't even think I own that. Yeah, on, I don't on... think it's aged very well, really. I bought it because I remember it being really. That's on one hundred and one, Stu. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, but yeah, I watched it again. It was like, uh, and it went on a bit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the boy yeah. watched, enjoyed it. So yeah, it's, it's another one. Revisit, I'll revisit again in a few years, I expect. So, uh, um, yeah, so if you give us what you've been watching, I've got five to do, so you might as well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm literally trying to go through my head of, of, the, of them all. So, obviously, mentioned Wormwood 2, uh, very good, very good sequel. Uh, I, I like the direction they're taking. Uh, oh, I think I've seen that one, Dan. So, Dan's just put in, uh, Be My Cat. A film for Anne, 2015, as a hot pick. Uh, I'll have to double check that, but the name rings a bell. But I might be thinking of another one that's called something similar. Um, but yeah, so Wormwood 2, great. Um, really good. I would recommend it highly. I don't oh, you watched to... it? Yeah, yeah. So it's, oh. so, yeah, yeah. So very, very good. Very in line with the first one. It, it I don't want to say it's a direct. It is obviously a direct sequel, but it, it adds a little bit, just a tiny tad bit of time. Uh, some new characters with some new developments. And I don't want to give too much away because I feel like if yeah. I do, it just it, yeah. it, it just spoil it. Um so yeah, my my next one I watched, which wasn't so much a horror, but um watched Man on Fire with Denzel Washington. Okay. Uh Tony Scott film uh fantastic 
love it to bits. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those films that I used to watch, ironically, uh, a lot when I was a kid because I used to I used to think it was just um, was a great film, but it also introduced me to kind of Denzel Washington's sort of acting career properly. And then I so what's it about? Uh, so it's based on a novel and based uh, on a novella, sorry, I think, and and also a true story that has obviously uh, been added to and whatever. But essentially, it's about a bodyguard in Mexico City who is looking after a very rich family's daughter. Uh, and in Mexico, there are, uh, especially when you're watching the film, it comes up with a statement saying there are at least, I want to say it's like, six to eight kidnappings in four days total which wow. accumulates obviously and and it's all hell for ransom and and there are certain gangs that do it and this film i don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it but it's a film about a bodyguard trying to protect a young girl in a very kind of rich family and it is based upon true events and obviously a, 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 and also sorry a novel or novella uh it's really good like really, really good. I would I've highly got a feeling recommend. Feeling of, it. feel it. It sounds familiar. So, um, shall I do one? Yeah, yeah. So I've been on a bit of a Stephen King. Been buying up a few Stephen King miniseries and films and getting into those. Um, so first one I've watched was that Langoliers miniseries, which is about three hours. It was basically I did um. There's, God, how do I explain it? It's some guys, they're all on an airplane, basically. So everyone gets on this plane. And then there's only 10 people left on the plane, basically. But they'd all been asleep. So when they wake up, there's only 10 people there. Everyone else has disappeared, leaving behind their watches and wallets, whatever else. Um, but they've gone. Hmm. So then they're kind of trying to, there's, the pilots are gone as well. Um but there was a pilot who had become ill and was traveling home and got that flight and he was asleep. So luckily for them, they had a pilot mm. um, so we could fly and communicate and everything else. Um, so they tried to travel to, I think, they, did they go to Maine? Probably. They probably go to Maine, <laughs> Derry, somewhere like that, you know. Castle Rock, whatever. It's always um, Stephen King's yeah, go-to. Yeah, so they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna try and go there, but there's no, there's no there's no one anywhere. There's no lights on. There's no... It's like the world's empty. So they land at an airport um, and there's no one there. Mm. And then there's like these weird things going on. And I want to give too much away because it's three hours long and it is... I found it quite entertaining. I think I'd read it in my might have been in my teens, maybe a bit later. I've read pretty much every King book there is. Mm. Um, I'm reading Revival at the moment, which is bloody amazing. Yeah. So if you do like reading books, Stephen King's Revival is just so, so good. Um, yep. Get on it. It's dark. It's, it's bloody great. It just goes on and on and on. Again, like most King books, but yeah, it is amazing. So that's kind of, I'm on a bit of a Stephen King thing at the moment. Um, I'm going to start probably the shining miniseries shortly um and i'm halfway through um Dreamcatcher, which is bloody terrible yeah um the, fil the film dream, yeah, film. Uh, 
Yeah. The film that. is like, who's in that? It's so, it's, there's a lot of famous people in that yeah, film. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a, it's a British actor, I believe. There's... Uh, there's, there's, yeah, there's people that you recognize. Yeah, there's lots instantly. of people you recognize. And who's the guy? Oh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Is. Was he out of the mist? Is one of them out of the mist? Yeah, I think, I think so. You got Mate main... from Seven, Morgan Freeman's in it. He's terrible. He is terrible yeah. in this movie. Um, yeah. Makes no sense. So Dan's got good taste. He's just finished Revival. Um, See, so you'll probably finish another 50 books before I finish Revival, Dan, because literally <laughs> it's, what I, it's mainly what I do at night. Um, so I get half hour an hour and I fall asleep. So, <laughs> um, so that was good. Yeah. Because I've been listening to a podcast called I'll tell you what it's called. Cause like Post Mortem with Mick Garris. I think Mick Garris directed the Stand miniseries and probably the, the Shining, mm. um, and a few other things. And he he was involved with Michael Jackson's Ghosts, kind of thirty two-minute video. Originally, he was going to direct it, but I think he ended up writing parts of it, and it was passed over. Um, And that's on YouTube. So I was interested. After listening to a podcast, and them all discussing this Michael Jackson thing, I I watched it, and it kind of... I think he spent at least seven or ten million of his own money on it. Um, But he was making it when it all kicked off with whatever was, you know, we all know what went on. Um, So it all kicked off then. So it kind of took a backseat for a while and then it was made somewhere else. So I watched it and there's, let me just again, bring up my, uh, so the mayor of a nameless town gathers a mob to confront a hermit living in a haunted house. The hermit being Michael Jackson. When the mob arrives, however, the man has a few tricks up his sleeves. <laughs> so, like... Nice. <laughs> um, so, basically, it's a story about someone who... He lives in this big house. He's, he's a bit different. So, the mm. people who live nearby go, oh, I don't like it. He's different. We want you out of our town. Mm. Um, so, being Michael Jackson, he, he does some scary stuff, but he, he also... He does it by doing dance and things and making people laugh. Sure. Um, have you have you ever seen it? No, no. I it's... thought you were referencing something completely different. No. <laughs> so there is a Michael Jackson mini movie called Ghosts, and there's oh, some I've... great dancing and some the songs you wouldn't really know. Um, there's a lot of monsters, a lot of special effects um, being. Uh, just see there. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'll read it out. Two seconds. So, the kind of special effects are like this for, you know. Oh, good Lord. Yep. Well, so for, like, like, for audio listeners, I just, yeah. uh, just some just some clips from what we're talking about. And, yeah, can thankfully I, say, Jesus I was, Christ. <laughs> I was bulging out, Michael Jackson doing his usual stuff. I, Michael Jackson dancing as a skeleton. Michael Jackson ripping his face off, so he's a skeleton. Mm. I was entertained by it, to be honest. Um, it was very, very long, probably a bit too long. But, you know, after listening to that podcast, I thought, I've got to watch it. And it is mm. available, and it's like a 
HD or 4K version on YouTube. You can go and watch it for free. So it, it is there. Um, uh, and yet, well, just to answer Dan's query that's come in, yeah, uh, which says, think Larry promised to read Tentagirl a while ago. Which is amazing, uh, by the way. I I have it on the PC. So, mm -hmm. but I have, but I have not read it yet. But I have, I I do have it on the PC. Uh, it took a blooming while because, let's just say, other stuff was recommended, <laughs> which I was a bit like, I'm all right. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is on the PC, and I will, I will, so I will make sure for next podcast, Dan, to to give you my my viewpoint of it. I think that's the one with the. Little tent of babies in the bath. Yeah, no. It, well, I, we we talked about it on, like I said, we <laughs> talked about it a while ago on a podcast, <laughs> and I had I had to had to search and just make sure I got the right thing because I was it's Steve Bernard. Just, we we well, got have we got have a new. Is there a new one coming out soon? Because we've there's got to be a tent to go. Is there a second one, Dan? You know, I don't okay, know. Okay, no, no spoilers for the first one, though. No, definitely not. Definitely not. It delivers, though. It's fun. It's so much fun. Um, the last thing I watched. Um, you know, I spoke about I watched the kind of thing in the forest last week. And I touched upon it from yeah. Rubicon Films. Um, their Droving is on YouTube. And it's a film I watched before. And that's a kind of folky one where... A guy's looking for his sister. He's gone missing. Um, potentially, she's been murdered. And he goes to this little town, and it's oh god, where is it? It's beautifully shot. There's like mountains, and um, there is even like a like a it's like a slate kind of building that's built into the mountains, and you can stay there if you want. So if you're traveling you can just go there and stay in this thing and there's nothing really in there um mm. but it'll keep you dry um yeah and it, it's it's great I, I know you haven't seen it yet have you um no. but it's on youtube if you look up the drove and you'll find it it's well acted um it's beautifully shot i love it a lot i've seen it three or four times and uh yeah it's, it's just Free, so I'm, I'm quite looking forward to something else they release actually at Rubicon Filmed. Um, mm. so it's good. Um, other than that, Rust. So I've been playing lots of Rust, lots yeah. and lots of Rust, which I'm getting all right at now. So anything else, Larry? I, I will try and go through mine really quickly. Yeah. Um, so I watched Good Boys by Seth Rogen, very funny comedy. I want, uh, I you know, solid comedy if you like Seth Rogen. Um, yeah. I watched Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, that's good. Which Seen is really that a couple good. times. Yeah. Um, think I think that it's a film that, yeah, I think it captures kind of. It, it's a very wholesome film, but it's good effects, good music, and a good time to watch. Um, obviously you mentioned Man on Fire. So my last one, my last big one that watched was I watched Ty West's X from A24. Looking forward to that. Uh, so off the bat, I would say I would give it a solid 8 out of 10. Oh. Uh, for me personally. I think it was really good. You're throwing boners about tonight. You're oh, no. Throwing... This, I'm, I'm everyone. <laughs> I, I will happily admit when it comes to A24, 
I have to, when I'm watching the film, I have to really sit there and say, okay, don't just like it because it's 824. Like, really sit there and give it a watch. But I actually, yeah. what I will say is, I thought this film was going to be something. I thought it was going to be something that it wasn't. And that is a criticism I'll have, but it's not to do with the film. And I don't know if they've done it on purpose, but I would say to anybody, just watch the film and don't worry about the trailer because the trailer does make it out to be something, at least in my opinion, it makes out to be something it's not. And what I really like about the film is that, and this is not a spoiler, it is in the trailer, they say in the trailer, like, oh, a film can't just change halfway through. That's what old horror films do. Uh, exactly, Dan. Bonus to all. Every film I see. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, th- this film did a really good job because in the trailer and the marketing, they're like, you know, a film can't change halfway through. And they they make that comment in the film. And they're like, you know, horrors do that. They just change halfway through. But this film knows exactly what it is. It's like, okay, well, it is a horror film, but it's it's got much more weight to it. So the, the first half of the film is one thing. The second half of the film is the other. Uh, the biggest three points I'll give it are special effects are fantastic. Like, just hands down, fair play, because it's great. The deaths are some very creative deaths, and I feel very bad for somebody in that film who was in a lake. And when you watch that film, you, you'll understand what I mean, but that was one of the probably my favourite death in the film, but also uh, I think a thing where the effects alone really sold it the acting is really really good and there is stuff hinted to that i know we've spoke about kev yeah yeah um i'm not gonna say it too much but all i'm gonna say is when you're watching it you will notice something and from learning some stuff i am interested on what they're going to do because apparently this is not uh, just a one-off film it's gonna be part of a trilogy yes and I'm very interested, but I would be, I think most people will catch on to what the, like the, almost the twist is, but it's not a twist that gets revealed. It's a twist that I think the audience, I mean, I spent about a good 20 minutes watching the film, going back and forth to myself going, is that okay? I need, to, yeah, I think so. Uh, and the end credits helped, but <laughs> yes, it's, it, I'm interested. So I would recommend if you like horror, this this is very much it feels like a classic horror is what i would say you should you should like horror listening to this podcast really yeah i was gonna say well i was gonna say bang on it so uh yeah um yeah so next week we need to pick something um i don't know if Mm. it's going to be this weekend or the weekend after um we'll we'll talk about it later but um Mm. we do need a next it's wednesday night isn't it we're going to go out sunday but would it be an easter and Oh, it was Monday. It was Sunday, then Monday, I think. Yeah, and it was then sun- we, we Sunday, all... then changed to Monday. Yeah, we couldn't all do it together. And as it happened, we couldn't. I didn't want to put it off another week. So um appreciate you doing it, Larry. Mm. Um, it's always hard with two of us. Um, but we do need to come up with a new film um, for next week. So I, th- I, I, I yeah, mentioned I meant... something, didn't you? It's, it's, I, I pronounce it horribly, but it is a, South Korean horror film. Uh, 
Okay. And it's, I want to say it's called Cairo, but I pronounce it wrong. But essentially, it is about um, contacting ghosts through the internet. And, right. and it is, uh, it, it's actually, you can um, obviously search it on YouTube and watch trailers and stuff. But it, it, from what I understand, which I fully agree with this statement, it has one of the scariest scenes in a horror film that a oh, lot wow. of people, a lot of people tend to bring up and say, this is how you should do horror um, and how effective it can be. And I do, I do agree. Is that spelled with a K? You think, or yeah, yeah. Um, oh, pulse, is it? No, 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 no. So this, is what put... I mean, I can, I can get it. I'll get it up. I'll, I'll get it up, and then I'll. Um, yeah, please uh, do, and then I can tell. Scary. Yeah. So we can get that on there. Um, Here we go. So it's spelled K A I R O. K-A-I-R-O. Yeah, see, when I yep. put that in, it comes up with Pulse. So I think I it, might I have, mean, a, I might have it on might... Arrow or something like that. Anyway, I've I got think, a few I, streaming services. I was going to say, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there has been a remake, and it might be, the remake might be... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, the, well, yeah, the, um, the, the remake might be called, you know, because I, I, I know that a lot of, horror films from especially south korea is that, is that it yes yeah, yeah yes yes yeah. and it's um it's i believe it is accessible i believe like you can you can purchase it <laughs> but yes yeah it's it's very well, i'll end up purchasing it won't i unless you know so uh yeah <laughs> well we'll look forward to that next week hopefully get everyone so it might be next weekend it might be sunday night or i don't know um i haven't got along on this weekend so i could mm. do it um, right. So if you want to uh, follow us on Twitter, we're getting towards thousand followers now, which is amazing. So get awesome. following, please. Um, follow no and really share. comments, but saying, you know, I don't say too much on there to be honest. I don't know what to say after time, but other than what I'm watching, um, yeah, you can follow us on there or uh, as Bones Horror Pod or uh, Instagram's Bones Horror Pod. You can email us at boneshorrorpod at gmail.com. And uh, I think that's pretty much pretty much it. So uh, thanks, Larry. It's been quite entertaining tonight. Yeah, hour definitely. long discussing the old Evil Dead. Oh, so good! Mm. You know, I am looking forward. I'm I am looking to... forward. We should do it again next week after I watch the extended <laughs> version. So uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with our episode. Was it seventy-eight? Cairo, mm. however you say that. Yeah, um, no, I I pronounce it wrong each time. I. Hearing it when when you hear it in the film, you think, "Oh, okay," but I always pronounce it wrong. Yeah, brilliant. So, uh, yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, we will see you next week. See you later, then. See everyone later. Bye. Boy, 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 boy.